Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I am joined by... Hillary. Sarah. And our special guest today is actor and amazing human, Brian Ashton-Smith. Oh, shucks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Brian. How are you? How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm yeah. excited to be here. that you're here. Me yeah. too. All Thank right. you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today's movie that we're going to be talking about is Three Men and a Baby, uh, 1987, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, let's get into what, uh, what was everybody's experiences with three men and a baby before the podcast? Yeah. I loved this movie as a kid. I watched a whole lot. It was like one of the four VHSs that I had readily available to my little hands. You only had four VHS tapes? Probably more than that, but I only remember watching like four <laughs> of them. Wow. So, um, this was one of my fave movies. I, it, do not remember a whole lot of it. It, so it was out. one of your favorites, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but you may have mixed it up with another yeah, movie. I may perhaps. have only remembered one scene of it. Okay. Which so, one? Which one? Well, the final one. Well, one of the final ones, oh, okay. I guess. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get there. The final one. We'll where it should have ended. Where it should have <laughs> ended. There was, we'll I get to there it. are arguably going. more, there's arguably <laughs> more than one ending to this movie. Yeah, it should have ended. Idea. Hmm. And right. so the part Hillary, that I remember. <laughs> Interesting. I'm fond, fond emotional connection to this movie. Very little actual oh, memory. Yeah. And also, I think that Tom Selleck was like my first, I guess, real uh, like realization that I was a sexual being. <laughs> I my I, I had a like, I had like a third sexual awakening while watching this movie. Oh yeah, I did too. I, third. <laughs> what, what was your? your I don't know. Se- there was like second, probably an actual sexual awakening <laughs> before that in sometime in in my early my late teens. Um, Han Solo. Okay. Yeah. And of then, course. of course, Tom Selleck. I'm not going to lie. As a straight man watching this movie, I was like, I could see why people like Tom Selleck. Right? That man was, he just like exuded masculinity. Right? And like his mustache oh was God, epic. Epic mustache. Oh, and the God. chest hair on yeah. that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was, it was so like, nice. And he's okay. so sensitive. He was I, wearing like billowy shirts all the time. <laughs> and like he was an architect. He had a good job. Not like he had his own apartment. Good job. Like, he was solid. He was I would have wifed him up. Oh my God. Like hard. I, I would have made so attracted to Tom Selleck. He seems like a dad to me. I'm not attracted to him because I feel like he's like this dad person. So you wanted him to father you. But I feel like there's a lot of appeal and like how quickly he responded to fatherhood. I know. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Really He cute. was like the I one who's like, we got to do this. Let's do this. But right? I always yeah. associate yeah. mustaches with dads because my dad had a mu- mustache. <laughs> my dad did too, but it's still, there's no denying. A good mustache. I see why my it's mom tr- liked it. They're back. I get it. They're back. I get it, mom. I know. Mm. But oh, um, some mustaches. Yeah, I'm my a, back. As a youngster, yeah. I was definitely like attracted to his like muscles and like his manliness. But like watching it now as an adult woman, I'm like, oh my god, he loves kids. He's so <laughs> hot. He's so stable. Oh my god. He's so stable. Oh, Why isn't oh there a man god. out there like that? Oh man, Sarah, what was your experience with Three so Men and a Baby? I had always heard heard of this film. Um, I I always knew the name of it. I always knew it was about three men and a baby, and I assumed <laughs> they like were the title. stuck with it somewhere in in new york and for some reason i just have this flash of like these three men walking down the street in new york with with a baby i I don't think that was actually an episode of friends i don't think that was actually in this movie but for some reason that's what i associate and then they and then they left the baby on the bus yeah and then they had to go down to the dmv similar clothing choices but uh, but not the same well once again I didn't had not seen this movie before the podcast, so 
Awesome. So this is fresh, yes. fresh eyes for you. I remember loving this film as a kid. I don't, I'm, I'm in the same book as you, Hillary. I don't remember this film. There were things oh. about it. I was like, uh, that happened? Uh, right. All I really remember was, you know, this really sweet scene of three men singing to a baby. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that one's so a sweet. classic. That, that's yeah. a classic that's scene. That's it. Like yeah. that and maybe like Tom Selleck holding the baby. Yeah. And like yeah. staring lovingly at it. And, like, you know, the funny moments of them figuring out how to be yeah. fathers at that point. Yeah. Like I, I remember those details. But then there was this whole other storyline there's a big subplot like, there that i didn't what know about. I, I would argue an unnecessary subplot <laughs> yeah. but we'll we'll get there that's fair we'll there. yeah all right so um you, Nicole? well uh i i'm old as fuck so i saw this movie <laughs> in the movie theater with my parent with my mom um and we watched it a lot on of course we you know on, on vhs we watched this movie repeatedly it was a it was a big popular one around my house i remembered a lot of it even the things we'll get to this like subplot you guys are talking about but I do recall the subplot like I I had you know it's funny I when we picked this movie and I think this is one of the ones that I suggested I expected to come in here and talk about how oh gosh when they talk kind of like with Mr. Mom where you're like yeah. oh why is it so funny when men take care of babies but there was like a lot more going on in this movie yeah. Yeah. than I gave it credit for in my memory like yeah. I thought the movie was more about bumbling dads bumbling around and not men not knowing how to be you know caretakers but it's it was it's it surprised me that it was totally surprised about more than that which yeah characters there was a lot of characters that i felt for that i just didn't think i would um, going into like yeah Yeah. i I had certain expectations uh about the film before rewatching it and me too they they come this movie completely surprised me in a lot of ways for the better all right, so that was our experience with three men and a baby uh, before the podcast. So let's get into talking about this movie. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. All right, let's talk about... Let's talk about Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking a bit about this before the mics went on, that this is actually a remake of a French film. Which, couffin. It means three men in a cradle, right? Yes. Yeah, so three men in a cradle. I didn't know that this was a remake, um, but I have a, professor, Sorry, a French uh, professor from high school, France Belleville, who's an amazing human being, one yeah. of my favorite people in the world, yeah. uh, who told me about that. She was like, um, she's gonna, she told me she was going to listen to the podcast. Oh, exciting. Like, well, hello there. Hi, France. If you get a chance to look at the uh, older uh, version, it's yeah. a really great story. So I was like, huh, oh, I'll have to check that out sometime. We should, I would love to check that out because yeah. I've never seen that. I didn't know until I started kind of looking into it because we always like to look up and see like who wrote the movie and all that. And I didn't yeah. know until right now. I apologize to your teacher, <laughs> right but I'm going to butcher this. Actually, let me see if Sarah is actually really good with French pronunciation. So that's her name right there. Colline Sereux. Anyway, so she wrote the original, yeah. wrote directed the original film. Um, the uh, all the produ- otherwise all the American producers and whoever adapted the screenplay of the, those were all men. And then it was directed by Leonard. Yeah, Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. I had no idea. I was all like, all people, right? What? Spock himself. What? That was awesome. Yeah, directed I, I, this film. Yeah, 
So I that was surprising. I didn't remember that at all. Um, also, um, can I just say when anybody, when any time anybody says the French version, I immediately picture the whole thing in the nude. And I don't know why, because I think it's like sometime <laughs> it's in my childhood, accurate, someone was like, like, yeah, it's the French version. So it's done in the nude. And I was like, that makes sense. And so now anytime somebody's like, yeah, it's a remake of a French film. I'm like, is it all nude? So it's like, like three nude men and three a baby. Three nude men and a baby. That's <laughs> like, weird. If it was this <laughs> cast, like I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I don't know if really, I look. I I've got so nothing against. I've got nothing against the Goot Steve Gutenberg, as I like to call oh him, God. the Goot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I need to see him in the nude. I don't would, need to see either. It would serve to make Tom Selleck look more attractive. I, I feel and like Tom's. I don't know though. if I could don't, handle Tom Selleck fully nude. Like I that think, might be too God, much for me. I can tell you that'd be too much for me. Yeah, I think oh, that, that Steve Gutenberg is cute, cute, cuter than Tom Selleck because what? Steve Gutenberg doesn't have a mustache. What? <laughs> <laughs> if he grew a mustache, how would you feel he about it? He would be terribly unattractive. <laughs> Look, we all love the Goot, but I do not think you can say that he is more attractive. I mean, I don't want to tell you what to think, but I'm telling you there's no way <laughs> Steve Gutenberg is more attractive than Tom Selleck. I just that I cannot. It's mustache, man. That. I just can't stand the mustache. In that, yeah. <sighs> all right, so back to this movie. Um, so the movie opens with this sort of, this song, uh, the movie opens with a song, boys will be boys. right, which <laughs> bad is boys, a bad phrase boys, that I hate, boys will be boys, right, it's I bad boys, it. bad boys, boys will be boys, mm-hmm. um, nothing but trouble, you know, it's <laughs> just, and we see this kind of montage of them, well, first of all, um, being womanizers, that surprised me, well, one of them. Well, um, no, they're all bringing. Like they're all women coming in. Like, I mean, come on, Tom Selleck I, has like a like a like an after jog fuck. Do you remember does. that? Yes, that, but he that was but he only passed a woman and was just like, like, "You, I'm taking you home." And he like just he just turned, turned around, and, around her. and then she starts following him back home. I'm and sorry. Then later on, you see them. Coming and then they come out of the shower. She's while I'm jogging. Like even if it's Tom Selleck running behind me, I run faster. No way. Am I letting you catch up? He's gonna get pepper spray. But I hear Tom Selleck kind of game where you can just like jog. Past a woman, and then I bet you could have that game. I bet you could have that game, Brian. I think you, you could. wear those short shorts. You should try, you should try that. Move. <laughs> you could do it. It's true. You gotta those put short shorts. shorts on. That's what but okay. Does. So I, I watched this very carefully, and yes, that did happen. He had his girlfriend plus that one woman, but Jack had five women. That's true. Women. A lot Jack of women coming out of Jack's and Ma- bedroom, and Michael had none. Michael had one woman. They kissed on the elevator. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that might his be his steady gal though. But yeah, Michael was like painted it was just, the whole time. Yeah, Michael was mostly painting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we didn't mention this, but during the opening, uh, Michael, played by the Goot, <laughs> is an artist and he's painting a mural on in the entryway, I guess, to mm-hmm. their apartment. To their penthouse. A very a elaborate, yeah, a very, very which elaborate. was designed by Peter Tom Selleck, the yeah. architect. Oh, God. And I don't I know what... Architects. I don't know what Ted Danson's role in making this apartment happen was no he, he was seem, just an actor who like brought like, the booze and ladies yeah, over yeah, he yeah, like barely. brought the booze and pussy I, and they were like you're fine a, here you can have a room guys. can i stay here like. yeah that seemed to be the case um so yeah so he's painting a mural women are coming and going um i'm really hoping that 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 jack played by ted dance and i'm hoping he gets tested a lot because they're just it's like a revolving yeah, door of ladies yeah. Coming and going, but they had this very like mm. 
brotherly family relationship. So I think they had some kind of code. They must have had some kind of code. Know. They weren't setting that part up in this first part. They didn't. Though. Yeah, they didn't set that I don't up. Know. And okay. plus, I think that not all men have like that code. That, that yeah, but they did. Like, they did have some kind of code. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to say it because it's such a terrible phrase. What? Bros before hoes. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I think that's kind of the vibe at the beginning of this. Yeah. I think that's the vibe at the beginning of this movie. Like they're very like, and they love each it. other, but they don't seem to love women. Yeah. They, it's yeah. not that they were mean towards, I want to, uh, you know, it's funny that the song bad boys, boys will be boys a bit, but they're not like, creepy or threatening I no. didn't think yeah, they not. were just they guys having a lot of they don't sex put they don't the, have the, commitments the, 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 the woman in their lives first like they they no they, it seems like their friendship with, with each other is more important than the women that they oh date. absolutely uh, but yeah. the women don't seem particularly upset about yeah, it either no. yeah they all seem fine with it even the scene when like you know at the end of the the party in the beginning yeah. like Jack was like hey I can send this girl home we can just have a boys night and they're like no 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 you go out and you do you, Jack. You have fun. Right. <laughs> but even the woman the next morning, that woman, Jack is already yeah. gone in the morning when she wakes up and, she and she's just bantering like, with Tom Selleck. Yeah. She's like, I think he stole my moose. While he's sitting there just rowing away. Just rowing away <laughs> with his sweaty chest. Okay. So. Uh, stop it, Nicole. <laughs> um, we have to take a break sooner than we thought. Right. But I mean, I think the big thing is they're painting a mural in their apartment, this fancy apartment in New York that they share of each other. This is a huge commitment. And they're like in their, like he, the first scene is the like late 40s. 30s, early 40s yeah. party. And I was like, that's weird. Well, okay. no, I mean, they like, are, they're hetero life mates. Hell. I love it. They're like, hetero life mates, these guys. I would love to just like yeah. bro out with people all the time into my 40s. That sounds great. And then like one day have a baby come into the mix and just like raise another life form with some of my right? besties. That right? sounds great. It's amazing. You know, I'm not going to lie. That sounds kind of like the life. <laughs> like, yeah. Just being around your friends all the time. And then all of a sudden, like there's this kid that we can raise together. Sounds cool. Yeah. I normally totally, you just do it like with totally one person. That yeah. you're sexually Which, attracted to, right. and they did it to with two others that they were just emotionally attracted to. Right. Yeah, I mean, they are like have, yeah, that, that is a beautiful deep friendship. family. Yeah. That is a deep. They're well, it's deep enough that they're drawing a mural of themselves. I know. Yeah. I love. Like that's it. not some. Yeah. It's not like Jack's not going to be moving out anytime soon because you're going to have yeah. to paint no. over his face. This like, is clearly a lifetime friendship. This is a like, big commitment. Yeah, between they have these the guys. penthouse together. Mm-hmm. That's that's some commitment. All right, so the fir- after this montage, the first scene is Peter Peter's birthday. The goot is going around <laughs> with the the giant '80s video camera, yeah, oh, videotaping the party. Yeah. People are dancing, having a good time. We meet um, Peter's hair. girlfriend, sometimes girlfriend Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I like her. Who I yeah. really like. She's, she's ballsy. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's been with um Pete, Pete, Pete Peter for five years, mm-hmm. but they're not exclusive. They see other but though Peter Peter seems to, tells a different story, <laughs> yeah, right? Depending he, on the gender. In his Correct. mind, he kind of claims her more than I think he really deserves to. At this point in the party, we just see that Rebecca is kind of like this strong, you know, feisty kind of woman, and uh, there's something, some kind of gray area with their relationship. We don't get yeah. a lot mm-hmm. much more than that. The next, so then we get to the scene where um, where the goot is using um, puppets to get women into bed. Yeah, <laughs> he's he, doing he a has, puppet but show. Apparently, that's a thing that he he's done like professionally. He's yeah, he like created this puppet and he's like really no, it's, popular. He, he's right? a cartoon. He's a cartoonist. He's a cartoonist. So yeah. the, the puppet is of his cartoon character. I think it's like a Garfield kind of situation. Yeah, I kind of feel actually like he was seems like pretty nice. Unlucky in love kind of dude. Yeah. He, like, 
just met this nice girl at the party and was like, hey, you want to like come to my room? Look and at some of my cartoons. And let me put on a pervy puppet show for you. And like, <laughs> she was like, yeah. And then was like, this is too much. I'm in love my with boyfriend man. liked your cartoon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I related okay. to him right, that's a lot. Because yeah. it just, as the kind of person who's like, I'm going to try and connect with you as a human being, it's not always just like, hey, let's have sex, you know? As someone who's yeah. been that girl before, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel him. Like, I've done that to a lot of dudes. Have oh. you really? Yeah. Oh. Like, been the drunk girl at the party who, like, goes back to their room and it's just like <laughs> it's I'm so, so sad really like I drink me. because my life is a mess totally been there many many times in my life <laughs> like, it sounds like you you're too nice I hate that phrase too nice I don't think like, there is such a thing as too no. nice yeah. I do I think there's such a thing as I think there's such a thing as too many puppets there's definitely a thing as too many puppets. Like so one. that's not a problem you have. Though, one Ryan. puppet is too many. Yeah, I, in I a romantic situation. Puppets. That's a that's a good in thing, a romantic situation. So something else um, that we learned during this first anyway. scene is that Jack Jack is doing a movie in Turkey and is going to leave soon. Right. Mm, so yeah. Jack is leaving. He runs into a director he's worked with before in commercials. Commercial director. Commercial director. Yeah. yeah. Anybody remember his name? Yes. Just, um, Paul oh. Milner. Yes, Paul Milner. Oh, so Paul wow. Milner shows up. And wants to leave a package. A delicate matter. That he shouldn't mention to anyone, right? He's like, Jack, I'm going to be out of town. I need this package. It's going to be dropped off on Thursday. No, Sunday. Sunday. It's going to be picked up on Thursday. Just put it aside and don't worry about it. Which I can't think of any time that I would just be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can just leave Leave your package at my house. house. Like, why not? Okay. But Jack is fine with it. Um, and then um, we move quickly past. I mean, it happens so quickly that you would just like miss it yeah. if you were not looking for it. Yeah. But that's like the first plot point of the movie, oh. just being like yeah. dropped in there. So, so the part, so we get to the sort of the end. Does anybody have anything else to say about the party? Rebecca asks Peter to go home. Like she seems like she wants to go home. Uh, but- he asks her to stay. Right, but no, I, I wrote this down because she came into the room with the TVs and oh. said she wanted to go home and he asked her to stay. Oh, okay, okay. She was like, okay. "Let's let's go home now. Let's he- he- head out now." And I thought she was asking for him to come out there because it was time to do the cake. That's what I thought too. Um, she's like, "Come out," and it's and he's like saying he doesn't want to, and she's like, "You're the man of honor. You have to come out you there gotta for be the cake." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. At at the end, at the, when the party is over, mm-hmm. he asks her to stay, and the he's night, like trying yeah. to put the moves on her, and yeah. she's like. Eh. not gonna do that yeah she seems like she is she says she has to be up at seven for a pre-trial meeting but there's something in her eyes that was like well it's not just her eyes she says i think i thought that a sentiment made you uncomfortable yeah she seems like they've had like maybe she wanted to get more serious with the relationship and he was just like "Eh." and i think that that's what he's being like lovey-dovey and she's like i thought you didn't want this well i think he had a motive like it's at the end of his party and he wants Ever, to bone his, down. His options are, are all gone home. So it's just like. Yeah. Well, I think he does yeah. care about her. I like he's too. attracted Absolutely. to her, but he yeah. like doesn't want. It just seems like he's not like none of the men in the house seem to want any sort of serious relationship. He What he says to her is, I, I'm not bothered by sentiment disguised as sex. Yeah. So he's actually quite clear about yeah. his situation. He's like, you know, making a joke out of it, but she's not having it. She's yeah. like, I'm going to go. So I think the lawyer like i have a trial meeting i think that's an excuse i think she's yeah. like your punishment for wanting to be the boy that never grows up is no hand jobs for your birthday so i'm going you home you think so i, I think know. that's I thought, 
I, I took her very literally. I thought she actually had something you know, oh, no. to do the no. next day. No, 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 and no, no, was no, just no, like, no. I'm you like, just what I have in my life is just as important as what you think you have going on in yours. So I'm, I need to go home because I have to be up early. It was so just bye. something in her eyes that was just like, <laughs> we did find out the most important thing about Rebecca in this scene, though. Yes. It's that she makes out with her eyes open. Which is real creepy. <laughs> it was so creepy. <laughs> so uh, creepy. I didn't see the it. The whole movie oh, noticed no, that. I saw it. Just like yeah. wide Every time she's like looking at him, making out, out, like just staring at his nose. Maybe she's afraid that he's gonna like run off if she closes her maybe eyes. She was Keep also scared of his mustache. Like maybe <laughs> like she was like, it might jump eat off me. his face. <laughs> if I keep my eyes on it, it won't it's move. communicable. Yeah. that mustache. <laughs> All right. So after the party, everyone has dissipated, and um, the the bros are standing around talking about. Prong and chicks. I didn't make oh, yeah, that up. That was literally a line from when the they movie. said pronging prong. chicks. I was like pronging. I um, think I missed that. Okay, so I'll, let me like, back oh, up for a second. Is. So first, Peter and Michael are making fun of each other because Michael could not close the deal with the puppet. You know, he was he was uh, as Peter says, being the big brother yeah. and solving her problems, and so he he didn't score with that chick. Um, Michael is making fun of Peter because Rebecca went home. He's like, I'm a sensitive guy, and I've got more on my mind than pronging chicks. Yep, that's what pronging Michael says. Chicks. I just wrote and down then, the word pronging for later use. I don't, and then I've wait, ever pronged a chick? I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, Jack enters. You'll know it when you do it. Jack enters. Well, it's like it sounds it's like, like a fork. skewering to me. With so like kind a fork of has like prongs. So you're, you're forking. You're forking. You're not spooning. You're forking. If, if that's what it is, I can <laughs> confirm that I have never pronged a chick. <laughs> You have never forked. Just took on a whole forked? different meeting, you no. guys. There are a bunch of prongs when you, on a fork. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> many prongs. Prong Four using? dicks. Prongs. Four dicks coming at you. No. No, yep. no, no. Not just done in that. a straight no, line. Just a, yeah. God. So, yeah. So, no. they're talking around. And then, and then immediately Jack enters after mm-hmm. Michael says that and says, Get a nice he's, well, of wine. right, he's opening the bottle of wine. And he says, which vintage is best for pronging chicks. Yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. This is something he's, they say more than once. And I feel like, I just feel like was pronging. Was that just like a bad TV edit? Did we get like a bad TV no, edit? No, I mean, no, 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 no. That was the no, terminology was, in the 80s. I just feel like it's a very, um, I've never heard that before, but I do feel like it's a evocative image that is not, <laughs> it definitely is. is not a picture that I really want. In when I think all of honesty, prong- like, I feel like that's just the slang of that time like is the slang that people use now is that any better like boning or boning is actually very like i guess you're right that is kind of is it any better it's just we're more used to it boning boning sounds very like prehistoric though isn't it It like boning is like we're gonna get into a cave yeah like (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna bone (laughs) on a dirt floor (laughs) we're gonna bone yeah, banging, pronging like just, all the slang. It's I mean, because pronging, I don't know why, but prong somehow reminds me of sh- like shrimp, maybe because of prawn. <laughs> so Prawning I mean, I'm thinking chicks. shrimp. <laughs> and it's not maybe a, even shrimp on a fork. Oh my God. And it's, it's not, it's that, that's not, not what I want to be thinking about. image for sex, no. regardless no, no, of no. how you're thinking of it. No. I, I guess never want any boning kind of... gives a little bit more like stronger image, but... So pronging know. chicks. Pronging chicks. You at, uh, Listeners at home, you can use that at your next party. Right? <laughs> we should bring that back. Bring some shrimp. <laughs> Bringing back mustaches, like caterpillar mustaches. mustaches and pronging and chicks. Pronging chicks. <laughs> and I'd like to point out that at the, in this scene, I think what we're really getting is the types 
I think each of these guys is a type. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Peter, Tom Selleck's character, I would call the smart one. Oh, mm-hmm. I'd call him the dad type. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah. Ahead. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, God, Sarah's not a dad. He's so hot. Um, so Peter's the smart one. Michael is the sensitive artist. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Although Who I think the casting there is kind of strange. I think the yeah. casting of it is a little weird. They were like, um, he has a round face. He could play sensitive. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I don't think he is sensitive. Mm-mm. I think that that's what they keep saying they he is because all of is. his lines are like, I'm so sensitive. I'm so sensitive. And he's the artist and he's yeah. the guy who yeah, draws. But he doesn't seem that sensitive. You saw sensitive. his sensitive side when he's later trying. Well, I yeah. think earlier when he was at the party trying to like hook up with this girl and all of a sudden he's like talking about her boy, her ex-boyfriend and like trying to solve her problems. Like yeah. connecting with the person on yeah. that level. And not being like, screw that guy. Yeah. And not like, <laughs> you know, not saying like I'm doing whatever I can to just bone you. Or yeah. I mean, prong, yeah. prong you. Prong. I think for the rest of the podcast, <laughs> the rest of the podcast can be prong. prong. Yeah. Um, and then that leaves us with Jack the Cad. I would call the him the cad. Cad. the cad. The Cad. Actually, he's not very sexy. Just I think kidding. he's su- supposed to be. But... His flowing blouses didn't do it for you. I don't like his face. And his like velvet <laughs> like jacket that he's always <laughs> in. Always, yeah. He had a couple of linen suits, you guys. He did a couple. He grew on me. Okay, he did grew he? on me. I mean, not in a way that I find him sexual. Like, I mean, when Tom Selleck is in the room, who can you really look at yeah, besides right? him? I mean, but let me ask you this. Did you guys like these guys? Like, did you like them at this point? Because I watched it with Sarah and Sarah had a very particular reaction. to No, these guys. I, I ha- hated all of them at the beginning. And then by the end, I loved all of them. So it was a very big transformation for me. At this point in the film, I think... Um, I probably related to the Goot's uh, to the char- Goot the Goot yeah. his yeah. character the most. I don't think that I liked any of them though. Yeah. Um, I th- I mean, it might have been just too soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree. I didn't really like any of them at this point, but I did want to like bone down hard with Tom Selleck. <laughs> I, I, I would I pronged him all day and night. Just prong <laughs> forever I and ever. Down hard. Just like I would have lost I, my job. Hillary, we Hillary, for so long. Hillary, you cannot prong someone. See, you would have been that cannot girl just running someone. down. You I would have pronged you the crap know, out of him. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know her life. You can only be pronged, Hillary. <laughs> you can only be That's pronged. That's what society you says, Sarah. But I refuse. <laughs> you would have wanted to be pronged by him. See, you would have been that girl just jogging down the street. She'd show Tom Selleck some things he's never seen before. Her old date around just to. Go prong Tom Selleck instead. <laughs> I'm going to call in prong to work today. This makes me think, oh, what would the girl equivalent be? Because all of the mi- all of the, the sexual terms like bo- bo- boning and porking and all that. I'm going like, to wrap my vagina men. around that. What is the female? <laughs> <note? laughs> I'm going to envelop I'm that guy. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to envelop. <laughs> oh my God, that's perfect. Oh man. Vaginal hugs. Uh, vaginal oh. hugs. Vaginal hugs. Oh. Oh, t-shirt, t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be our next critical crop talk. Yeah. Vaginal hugs for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So the next morning, just to catch, just to remind everybody about the plot, which is, I think, what this scene is. So we've got Tom Selleck on the rowing machine just rowing away. Getting out some of that sexual frustration Clearly, since Rebecca left. Leonard Nimoy was like, I think you should do this scene rowing. Like, you should yeah. just be rowing. <laughs> <laughs> He's been it's rowing since not, Rebecca left. Just, yeah, ever rowing. since she left. You like, gotta get I can't out. come yet. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that hug. <laughs> <laughs> 
but he so Jack calls and leaves a message on the answering machine. Remember those yeah. guys answering machines? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack leaves a message about the package. There's a package coming today. It's a delicate matter. Don't say anything to a- right. a- anyone. Correct. Um, don't worry about it. Just put it to the side and don't worry about it. Yeah, somebody will get it on Thursday. <laughs> then after his <laughs> just ro- put it to the side rowing sesh, Pete Peter goes on a run. Yeah, he follows yeah, it up. He uh, follows that up that <laughs> the rowing again. session with a run. I'm telling just you, like he, with those tiny he shorts. really needed that hug. He needed God. to get that out. He's like, I I'm, yeah, definitely. So he goes on a run. He comes back, and what does he find on the doorstep? Well, first he steps over. Maybe. O- O- yeah. over it and goes and closes his door and then he's like what and t- <laughs> what? takes a, a step back and sees that it's a baby right yeah. opens the door sees his baby shuts the door again and then just keeps looking in the hallway like there's a fucking tiger out there <laughs> he just keeps opening these that door like a crack and he's might like as well have been a tiger. these men are afraid of this baby yeah like they do not want to touch it i mm-hmm. Would probably be afraid are too. you serious like okay i'm glad you're here because the whole time i was watching this movie i mean okay I'd be scared if someone left a baby yeah, in front too. of my apartment door. It's so too. cute, though. It's a really cute baby, but yeah, like, the baby so, does not belong there. Like, without a child, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I really want to be a father one day. That's one of the yeah. things that I'm really looking forward to in my yeah. life. But to go from no preparation at all, like, I just came from a run. I need to take a shower now, and now like, I have to I take not care clean of a enough to deal baby. with this baby. I don't even. I don't know yeah. how to do that. Okay, all <laughs> so right. I would, so that's I would fair. probably that's look fair. at it like, holy shit. Um, did, did, uh, uh, it's like somebody that. left a, a dinosaur or a shark on their doorstep. Yeah. Although I will say like, if somebody left a baby on my doorstep, like, yeah, I'd be freaked out. I mean, let's face but it. Also, you'd call I'd me. I know what to I do. I would come and get it. Like, yeah. I mean, like I'd know what to do. You know, I'd know how to pick it up. But like, exactly. I watched, That's what I'm saying. I with Christo and he literally, he turned to me and he was like, I don't know what I would do. He was like, I don't even know how to hold a baby. He was like, I wouldn't even know what to do in this situation and i was and like i i didn't learn how to hold hold the baby until i i met your your ba- baby nicole i never held, held I mean, the baby human before. beings yeah. have like some kind of inner i don't think so like that something like, right i don't I think, think so. some people like do. Well, just like pick up and nurture it's an or just like a human to human you know I don't think it's it's a given. I mean, like, I know I've been poisoned by motherhood, so my natural inclination is like, there's a baby. I mean, I wouldn't touch it if it was sleeping. Like when they see it, it's sleeping at first. Yeah, but then it starts crying. Yeah, and that baby cries for a long yeah, time no. before if anybody. If the baby cries in front of me, I just want to pick it up. That's I'm like, what I'm It'll saying. If the baby started like, crying, Brian would like they do not want to touch this baby. Like, would you pick it up? I would pick the baby up That's and try and you know saying. rock it to sleep. But would you but hold I'm it also close? A little bit more familiar with babies. Like I have a nephew. I think I'm a little bit more familiar right. with babies than those three men are at that but, point. But I mean, in their lives. they've seen Maybe. a baby on TV, though, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's enough. Like, <laughs> I've seen a baby on TV. Isn't there like a natural human no, instinct, like baby know. crying, like, pick up baby? No. Right? Like I, I was thirteen, probably the first time I with babies. Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, these are fully grown men who aren't used to being around babies, and there's so many rules with babies that you don't know. Yeah. Like you gotta hold their head a certain way, make sure their necks not wobbly, this doesn't and like seem sterilize to their be hands. Their consideration, and all that. though, like they seem angry about its presence. Well. Because they're thinking it's a package. <laughs> like, well, yes, that's right. true. So, really uh, so let's Jack. let's back up a little bit. So, yeah. they d- Peter discovers the baby. He calls Michael out there, like this is some kind of prank. Like, what's this baby doing here? They nobody wants to pick up the baby. They they find a note with the baby. They're like, what is it doing here? They find a note. 
from Sylvia. Dear Jack, here's our our baby. I can't handle this. I don't know where else to turn. Someday I hope you both can forgive me. So let's, so we haven't even addressed that. Like the mother straight up drops off this child dressed up very nicely. She made sure to dress her up in her Sunday best. Oh, drops her off with nothing else. Nothing. And, just um, a bassinet. No food, like no food. No diapers. No pacifier. In case this happens to you, dear listeners, please call DFAX. <laughs> please. <laughs> like they like, do it. Yeah. So, but of course they think this is the package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And Which so still, they bring defects. And Peter's like, "How could he call a baby a well, package?" For you know, Jack told him, "Just put it aside. Don't worry about it." Which is oh, terrible advice God. if you think that's a baby. Well, he didn't. <laughs> you're right. Well, they think they think that's the package. Jack doesn't know what the package is yeah. going to be. Yeah. So it's just kind of one of those movie coincidences where yeah. she happens to dump the baby off on the same day that the package is coming. Yeah, it's not the package. We find that out in a, in a, in, a, in a few scenes, but. And, and the baby by the way, wakes the, up and gets very upset and begins crying for the next 20 minutes of yeah. the movie. Yeah. They were just yeah. trying to figure out what to do. Well, the about baby it. is screaming and they're screaming at each other. Like, what do we do with it? Who's going to, you pick it up. No, you pick it up. I don't want to pick it up. What do we, what do we feed it? They're like, like, well, let's feed it. If we feed it, it'll shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they, yeah. but they don't know what to feed it. So then Peter leaves to get baby food and he says, and, and he's basically, and, and Michael's like, what, what do you mean? And he's like, well, the baby can't eat birthday cake and goat cheese, which by the way, sounds delicious. That does right? sound awesome. I like mix those the two shit together. Out of goat cheese birthday cake? Yeah. Um, yes. So he leaves. So Peter leaves to go to the store to get some baby food. He leaves yeah. the goot alone with the baby. What follows, I presume is some sort of improvisation <laughs> between Steve Gutenberg and this baby. And this baby. This baby. Where he's yeah. like picking up ashtrays, he's like putting scuba gear on. He has he's hand, hand or or origami, or, or and then like he like yells at the bait, like mm-hmm. sings a song, but like yells it at the like an insane person. He sounds like an insane person. He's like, and he's like, he sounds crazy while he's yelling at this baby. So then they cut to Peter at the store. Um, going and to he's get the being a real dick. He is, but I do like the reveal of the baby aisle. Like I like yeah. how they kind of yeah. cut a, they kind of move the camera past all the aisles and you get to the baby so aisle. And it's all like the old uh, things that are still around. Full, well, it's all tied. <laughs> ton of stuff, a ton yeah. of stuff in the baby aisle. It is kind of a, like if you were in a big like warehouse, kind of it looked like a kind of a Costco kind of situation. Yeah. Looked it overwhelming. It is can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of brands. There's a lot of types. But he got real snippy with that he old was. lady. Who was he's just, a he was a real nice bee with, with, with so what was her helpful. name Edna yeah, yeah. Edna. Edna can I just say that I have never Edna was seen just trying to be helpful I have never seen boxes that big since the box of not Kotex. since the box of Kotex the boxes <laughs> of diapers yeah yeah those were pretty large diapers um yeah. I don't know what baby is supposed to fit in those diapers we'll get there we're those not we're not like at that scene yet. Yeah. yeah those were like depends, depends. <laughs> so Michael's still trying to keep the baby quiet baby likes Dr. Ruth he turns that off. Um, the baby is still screaming. Miss Hathaway appears. Can somebody explain to me what her job is? I don't know. Why does she keep coming into their is she apartment? Just like a personal is she a neighbor? Is she a personal assistant? She drops off the. Is she the mail? secretary? She's know. not the door person because we see the doorman later. Yeah. And she can apparently just take off in the middle of the day to babysit a baby. So like, is she? The I building thought, manager? Like, who is she? I thought she was, like, the lonely spinster neighbor who, like, was downstairs having her one good moment of the day chatting but it's with like the doorman. A, it's like a high... It's like a... 
a nice... It looks like an expensive building. Well, yeah, but she can still be a spinster and live in a nice apartment. Jeez, you guys. Well, I'm just saying... But I, why I does thought... she have their mail? Like, because she was, has the because package. Because she was flirting with a guy downstairs. The mailman dropped it off, and she was like, ooh, a chance to go flirt with Tom Selleck. Like Hillary's okay. writing a whole new movie she went about Miss Hathaway. To flirt with Tom Selleck. <laughs> I am Miss Hathaway, okay? I am her. She's like, I, like, I, I am the get, woman I, who just walks into three men's apartments hoping to get boned, and it's just like, hey... Oh, there's a baby in here instead. Pronged. Excuse me. Pronged. pronged. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> she. I don't know. Um, That's what I always thought she, she was. She brings insert. the package, the actual, the package, actual package, which blue. is a tiny it's like little. Like a Tiffany's box. Tiffany blue. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a. It looks like a wrapped up book. It looks like a wrapped up book. Yeah. So it's it's gift wrapped. We don't know what's inside of it yet. So this, just for clarification. They mailed them this heroin, like it went through the post. I don't know. I, I feel like it was off dropped off. I think off. it just said Jack on the cover. Okay, on the cover. I of didn't it. see it anything written on it. It seemed blank to me. Like but how it arrived. Like I know she delivers it. It but maybe like, came by that? carrier pigeon. <laughs> carrier yeah. pigeon heroin. I'm not sure. Okay. How yeah. I imagine is one drug dealer dropped it off with the doorman and yeah. said, "Give this to Jack," and then Jack was supposed to leave it. That's for actually a what she said. She says that. Some guy dropped dropped it off downstairs, uh, and then okay. she took. But so um, why not just deliver the package to those guys? It's all very complicated. I mean, let's all lay it out right here. Like this drug subplot. So what's in the package <sighs> is drugs. I think yeah. we mentioned yeah. this. There's heroin. heroin in the package. This drug p- plot is legit ridiculous. I don't it's remember so it weird. happening. It's like, so I fucking unnecessary. So now we get to the iconic diaper changing scene, which is way better than the one in Baby Boom. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. No, way I would agree. Better. This one, I think, I mean, it was but very this one was accurate. Kitschy and cute, and it was very accurate. It was very accurate. The diaper changing part, the giant pen size diapers <laughs> yeah, were a not. little ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, those that wasn't that was kind of ridiculous. Although but, I can see their thought process. The bigger ones will hold more, but but those don't even look like diapers that would go in. No, that would be in the baby like section. They would, no, they don't. But. Yeah. yeah. So they try to get the ba- diaper on. They uh, the the diaper ca- they can't again. Much like in Baby Boom, they can't seem to get figure it out. They can't figure out the tabs. They keep breaking the diaper. And- um, and then they get finally get the diaper on. The diaper falls off, and the baby pees all over the couch. Which, which I thought was hilarious. Is accurate. All right. So now we get to the taking care of baby montage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they give her a. Bath. It's one day. I think this yeah. is the one day. They they use a, a turkey base. Tur- 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 well, I think yeah. the ba- they're trying to the baby is. I think the implication the baby is pooped again and they have to clean off. Mm-hmm. They've got it was so bad they had to put her in the sink. I think was the was was what happened. I did find the image of Steve Gutenberg squeezing a turkey baster at her butt it was kind of cute. Well, like basically that he's like you have to touch her. You have to clean the the poop and and he's From like I don't want to and yeah, he's like squirting no. <laughs> squirting. Yeah. Um, then he puts lo- 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 lotion in the sink, like he like right, doesn't to wait for it to dry, dry off. She just yeah. puts it in the sink. He's just like, we need some of this in here. It seems right. Yeah, but the seems the yeah. and then like they like the wrap way. her in a towel, and, and then she, she poops, poops the in the towel, and then they gotta clean the towel. And I'm like, this is all very accurate. Like this yeah. is essentially what happens. <laughs> like sometimes I would change like a three diapers like in a row. Mm-hmm. Like the baby, like I would change, like especially not not at that age, but mo- especially when they're like really young, like two or three months old. You like change a diaper. You'll put a cl- as you're getting the clean one on, they poop again, and then you got to change them again. And then sometimes you'll get more poop on the other diaper, or like they'll poop a third time, and you'll go through like two or three diapers before you get a clean one. Have on. you ever been yeah. pooped on like That's on your face? Not on my Whoa. face. Like I've heard of people getting like 
poop shot at them. Yeah. Like, but no, like I've gotten poop on my hands and on my clothes and um, on my bed. Like there are times when you're like changing a diaper in the middle of the night and like you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, there's poop there's on my poop bed. On my bed. Darn. Oh, well. I've and then you just put like a, you put like a burp cloth over it until <laughs> oh, later. You're like, I'll just change the sheets tomorrow. They, I really liked the scene where the baby is finally asleep and then the police siren comes through. This happened. This is so accurate where you're like, finally get the baby to sleep and somebody opens a bag of chips or the dog barks and you're like, what the fuck? You know, like yeah. was asleep. the baby is like picking its head up and you're like, no, 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 no. I love how they're like shutting all the windows and like putting pillows up yeah, around like, them. He like guards trying them with to his block, body holding pillows. Trying just like, to block <laughs> the sound wave. And then the next day um, they show them being taught talk hard at work okay i i do before we get there i want to point out we haven't really taught brought this up yet but tom Selleck has a very impressive very impressive collection of grandpa sweaters that he is wearing <laughs> throughout the film and i'd like to point out in this scene when the baby is almost being woken up by the siren he is wearing a Grandpa sweater, but no shirt. So I he's like that. shirtless grandpa like sweater. Chest hair, chest like hair. In the moonlight. Akimbo. Like, I, oh God. I, I missed that. Wow. Clearly. But his Sexy chest hair looks like pubes. Sweaters. No. You are just very anti-hair. I don't like hair. <laughs> oh, the hairier, the better. I don't know about that. <laughs> Look at Harry's sweater on somebody. Just like, is that your grandpa you your sweater, sweater or your I mean, body sweater? I, I, I like chest hair, but I like like seal chest hair. Like, like you like down. hairless I men. Like, I don't seal? like seal. Like you know how a seal is like slick. So you want it like, like wet and able to repel right. water. No, but I don't I'm, like pubic chest hair. hair. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. Like, what style chest hair are you are you all about? I do like some chest hair. I don't I like the shaved chest, hair. chest yeah. hair thing, but I'm just saying that like white men with the cur- cur- curly, like it looks like it's like Italian cubes. It's yeah. Italian. Tom Italian Jewish pretty Jew. hairy though. Yeah. Jew- like, he's, yeah. Chest hair. He's, he's got a thick fur on there. Look, Hey, yeah, I think the goot <laughs> has an equally, I mean, maybe not quite as much as Tom Selleck, but they both yeah. have some pretty hairy, chests hairy men please don't hate me i i love you i, I please i hairy men uh email think- us and i'll give you my phone number <laughs> so the next day um they're still taking care of the but jack is still they still cannot get in touch with the jack who's in turkey um they still think that mary is the package and that somebody is going to be coming to get her in a couple of days peter is at the construction site he's a zombie peter decides to call in for some help yeah. Yeah. So he calls Rebecca for an em- em- emergency. Yes. Yeah. Love, for our uh, love this scene. Knowledge yes. of oh, her. Yes. She's obviously very nurturing and motherly. Well, you know, she's a woman. She has to be better with babies than than me. I'm a man. Right. Exactly. Which, which is why was I love what scene. I love the scene. So yeah. She's like, why so would she's I be so good with it? I don't exactly. Have kids. She <laughs> shows up with a date. With her date. Yep. That's my favorite a part. She's just like, this is so and so. This He's is a my date. What was his name? Like Jan? Jan. Jan or something. He's a cellist. And, um, so yeah he's basically like hey he's he's like telling her he's like we don't know what to do with her we don't know how to do this we don't know how to do that how do i do this and what am i supposed how long am i when am i supposed to feed her the book says to do this and rebecca's just sitting there like i don't know know any of these things and he's like what do you mean you don't know and she's like well why should i know and he's like well you're a woman and she's like that doesn't mean that i know anything about babies and he's like please stay with me and help me and she's like 
no, I'm I have a yeah. date. And I'm, I'm like, about to go get pronged. Sorry, bro. <laughs> right? And I'm like, like yes, movie. Yes. 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 Like, put I'm like, your life aside for me yes. because I asked you to. And she's like, no. She's like, I am not. I love that. Which your... this was the first moment that I was surprised in this movie because I was expecting a movie from the 80s to be like the rest of the movies from the 80s that we've seen, which is where this scene would have been like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help out. And she's like, you no. know, and she's like, no. So then that we, so the guys have had her for five days at this point. Yeah. And Which now seems like a long time to just like have a baby. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised they didn't call, call the cops. <laughs> yeah. Or like, why like it's weird that a, like, cause Again, I mean, if a baby the baby was abandoned. Like, well, do you think, but they thought it was, a, me, they yeah. thought it was the package. You're right. You're right. They thought it was the package, which again is, Weird. But still, if a roommate of mine said, hey, there's going to be a package left on the doorstep, and then I come home and there's a baby, and I think that baby is a package, I don't care how much I love that roommate, they just abandoned a baby on the doorstep and asked me to look after it for five days. Well, at the very least, I would call that roommate's parents. I will say mom. I would call that roommate's parents. They were really strict with adhering to that bro code. Yeah, Yeah, those those guys were some serious bros. Yeah, they really took that discretion thing. Yeah. Well, in any case, two guys do show up to pick up a package. Mm. Mm -hmm. The incompetent drug dealers. And they give them the baby and then they talk and everyone's okay with this and 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 this is a a part where that that is used a a lot in comedy where two characters are talking about different things but they sound like they're talking about the same thing yeah because michael's talking with them about the baby and he's like the package you know and then he's like let me give you the powdered milk and he's like oh yeah the powder right because they think they're there to collect drugs and so basically they hand them the baby and they're like wait a minute like they don't immediately leave they're like you want us to take the baby i really want to know what their thought process was when they got handed a baby were they like okay i've just got to go home and cut this baby open to get the heroin out like milk the powder later like they took the baby first and they're like no 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 he gives them the powdered milk and they think that's the drugs but why why would they not just take the powdered milk and leave the baby right well i think they tucked the powdered milk into the bassinet after they had already taken it well what he had the baby in their hands they did like, but they weren't about right. to take well, okay it. here's what happens so he hands in the baby they're like are you sure you are you serious like why are you giving us this baby and he's like rattling off an instructions he's like i made you some bottle bottles in there i'm gonna go get you some get you the powdered milk and the drug dealer goes oh wink uh, wink the powdered yeah. milk right and but, then he comes okay. back if, with the powdered milk but and why he's don't like they just, so you want us to take the baby and peter says isn't that the arrangement And he says, okay, sure. So he takes the baby with him, but he thinks that that powdered milk is the drug. Ryan, I have to ask you, would you, would you have just right given a baby away like that? To, to, if you thought it was drug a drug dealer, well, he doesn't know they're drug dealers, but still, but the whole thing is very dudes. sketchy. Just show up at your house to pick up a package that you don't know. Well, that's well, that's the thing. Like initially, he he thought this was the arrangement. Like, yeah, the baby's on the doorstep. We don't know why, but there are two men coming. There are people coming to pick up but this baby later. Baby. So it was like a temporary situation to begin with for him. He, and he seems does, suspicious, though. He was. And he was later As on. As he should have No, been. I think when he's handing them the baby, he's like, shouldn't, should, do you want my number? I should, maybe you should give me your number in case you need some advice. Like, he seems... Yeah. Like as 
as the exchange continues, he starts to get more and more uncomfortable. Right. See, I didn't I, read that as suspicion as much as concern for the baby. Like he started exactly. at this point, he started caring for the baby. And these yeah. guys look like they didn't know what to do with the baby. I think he also so even was though like I'm supposed to give you this baby. Yeah. I want to make sure you know how to do it. You know. Well, and then he, he also finds had the, this the, really he nice serendipitous moment right at the perfect time. He to finds catch the those package. Guys. Yeah. He finds the package. Yeah, it takes them like a thousand years to get down there because there's like a whole conversation well, between him and Michael that he finds the package bef- and they're still like just they're on the elevator. Yeah, they haven't real, even real gotten slow. out the elevator yet. That is a slow well, elevator. and then he runs down the stairs. Right. Like so he, he has a runs. Lot of sex. Well, well tiny shorts. So he yeah, finds the package. He has an exchange with Michael, who's apparently too dumb to have already made this connection himself oh my god michael because he's like what is this and michael's like it's a package and he's like when did this package arrive and he's like uh sunday the same day as the baby and peter's like fuck so like he runs downstairs to stop those guys because this is the package that they were supposed to get and michael's like yelling at them ineffectually through the window trying to get them to stop so can i suggest that the, the michael is not the sensitive one but the dumb one because he does a lot of dumb things in this movie, and he, he doesn't does, seem sensitive. But sense, I think sense, he's sensitive. meant to be the sensitive. But he doesn't even artist. seem sensitive. He just they he just doesn't say act he, sensitive, but he keeps saying how sensitive. Yes, but that he doesn't is. mean he's sensitive. It just means that he I says just he's sensitive. I think that's how they wrote him. Well, they were not how he was that, like, Tom Selleck was supposed yeah. to be kind of like the star between the three of them. Yeah. So they gave him that role. On the way yeah. down the stairs, he trips and knocks over the package and there's a bunch of tiny baggies of heroin in it. So this tiny, at this point, yeah. this is the first time we've seen that it's actually drugs, even well, though a, I think we've all suspected. That was a thoughtful drug kingpin to bag like, them already all up. bag it up. Bagged for and, and sealed. Like they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Like how nice. I know, right? All right. So a cop rolls up on them. Well, that's not every not roll. rolls up. He trots, he up. trots <laughs> up on a horse. <laughs> on a horse. you know. Because <laughs> that's how all police uh, chase scenes start. Is uh, I would love a police mounted horse police. chase. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> the cops roll up. This, again, I w- okay. So this sort of begins our first, what I would like to call our first interaction between cops and just another day with the white guys. Like, you know, like, yeah. Just, how, yeah. Sort of, yeah, like, yeah, how like, did the cop just not yoke them up right then? First and of all, those, right? those two guys was, speed away, and the well, cop, instead of chasing them, is like, hey, you show some ID. And, and he's like, I don't I have like it. Do you want to come up to my apartment? And he's like, yeah, sure, white guy. Let's Tom go up to your apartment. was so non compliant with this police officer. Oh, I know. Who's just like, I'm not showing you anything. I, yeah. Just, I, yeah. I just I just don't even understand and he, like, that. That's not the even baby a part of my excuse, world. Excuse, and I was like, that's not a real. He's like, thing. he's like, I'm not going any. I'm not going to. I'm not going anywhere. I have a baby. He's like, yeah. I, I'm an architect, and I have a baby. And he's like, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Let me <laughs> tell you what I'm going to do. Right. I'm going to go out, yeah. back up to my apartment. You can come with me if you want, and I'll show you some ID. But I'm not doing what you tell me to do. Right. Yeah. And so he does. That's pretty. Yeah. Cool. And he invites the police so that officer happens. up to his apartment where he has drugs in his pocket, which they make this far too complicated. Uh, like, yeah. just, you know, just he didn't bring hard. a drug sniffing dog with him. You can just stick it's the just drugs him. in the closet, like in the yeah. mattress. You don't have to get out. Okay. Case. So wait, let's you back up. You could have kept it in your pocket for all the care. Well, no, I think it's his. In his pocket is his. ID. So it's if in his pocket. His... He gives it to Michael and says, hide it. And instead of hiding it under a pillow, he puts it in with the baby. He takes yeah, an exacto knife and cuts open, open a diaper. diaper. That's ex- puts I... drugs in the diaper and then puts the diaper full of heroin 
on the baby. baby. On the baby. That was intricate Which, and unnecessary. What the fuck? One, <laughs> like, I'm worried for the baby. Right? Being that close to I a mean, what happens right if that baby pees on but that baby? I'm see, worried about them when the baby well, shits on the heroin. The heroin and we can't sell it. But we see a few scenes like later why baggies. this is the best place for them to put the heroin. We we will see a few few, few scenes later. Right, late, but not later. like, don't put the diaper on the baby. Like, if you need to put the diaper back in the diaper like, yeah. why not just put it back in the diaper box? Like, the cop's not right. going to be looking through your diaper box. I or think under some well, poopy diapers. The, well, the, that's the what they do belt. later. But yeah. don't but put like, the d- diaper full of heroin on the baby. Like, well, now I can't even pay attention to the movie anymore because I'm just like, why? somebody take yeah. the diaper full of drugs There's off like the baby. thousands of dollars of heroin on that baby. I was more worried about just like, what if that heroin gets ruined? I mean... Like, <laughs> The economy is going to come to a standstill. But when the the drug dealers come and ransack the apartment, which we'll see a few scenes later, they search through all the stuff. The one thing they don't search is the baby. I will say that I thought this film was progressive in a lot of ways, but Mm -hmm. not racially. No. Well, even racially, like in the, there, you know, there were black people at the parties. Um, there, there were there. there, there oh, were, there, there was like well, one. There was like that there was one also guy. One guy who was serving. He was like a black guy in a white tuxedo who was serving at the uh, party. That was that. That was a thing. Yeah. Um, but um, this was still before you know you're going to see like any black leading men. The three yeah. main characters. You know, it's like funny. all the main characters are all white. Oh yes. You know? And we can right. count the number of black people that were in this movie. You can't count that the the white people. Like you it's exactly. impossible to count. It's 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 kind of going with the narrative that like, you know, white is the default. And mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah. For you can sure. have lots of secondary black characters, that's fine. But they're always gonna be secondary characters. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. You know, it was <laughs> funny when I was watching this, I was like, if this movie were three black male actors who would be those actors in those roles. I was kind of like running through my role decks back in that day. So I was like, well, okay, there's Eddie Murphy. There's (laughs) like Greg, Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines. Absolutely. Um, Maybe Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Or like, who else was I thinking about? Robert Townsend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I was like, who would be those guys? You know? Anyway. Yeah. After the cop leaves. They hide the drugs in the diaper pail. So they actually hide the drugs mm-hmm. in the diaper pail under some dirty diapers before they leave him, the baby with Miss yeah. Hathaway. So they realize at this point nobody's coming for this baby. They still have meetings to go to, and they and Miss Hathaway happens to show up, and they decide to leave her with the baby. Yeah, Miss Hathaway just lets herself into the apartment again. Still don't know what her relationship <laughs> to them is, is, but, <laughs> but she here. just walked in and was like, "Hey guys!" And she's good with babies. Here, Miss Hathaway, yeah, take right. The baby. And you're like, yeah. here, you've Please always wanted one. <laughs> Have this one. The 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 rando cops are tailing Michael and Peter, and the bad guys, the drug dealer guys, are waiting. Are they like outside the the complex, like the building or whatever waiting for them to leave and um and then we kind of like jump in time to peter coming back from his meeting right mm-hmm. and he's stopping at the newsstand to buy uh some magazines from colin quinn um on the way home he knows that he's being followed he seems stressed out by this i mean the guy following him is not subtle not <laughs> subtle about <laughs> it at all yeah um and then peter gets home and the house has been 
torn the fuck apart. Like Miss Hathaway is tied up. Miss Hathaway is tied. I I hope they're tipping her extra. I swear they owe that woman so much. Yeah. Like well, we don't see her again after the scene. She's probably still tied up at the foot of his bed because they never untied her. He was just like, oh hey, Miss Hathaway. Right. He does not continue. Well, he's concerned about the baby. Leaves her there. Yeah. And goes like searching for the baby and like they have this whole another scene where they're like talking to the baby. Meanwhile, this woman is still tied up at the foot of his bed. Right. Excuse me. She eventually comes around like, um, hey, hey guys, excuse uh, me, please you untie uh, me. And also, me. I'm going to call I, the cops now. If right? I have a giant apartment like that, though, I think the first thing I see, I see a tied up adult. I'm going to untie that adult and be like, hey, you where is my baby? Find the baby? He's running through the house screaming the babies. And he's like, Mary, Mary, where's Mary? And finally, he finds the baby like the baby's in a closet. Yeah. Which was really strange. And then they find yeah. a note that says, next time we'll take the baby. Yes. So Peter is noticeably upset. Like he is yeah. like, this is like the moment where we're meant to see that Which he really hotter cares about this baby. About this yeah, baby. yeah. So he, after this, we've got Peter reading the sports magazine to the baby. It's, it's about Which so boxing. Cute. So I'm so hot for Tom Selleck right now in this scene. Like, I just oh want to lay in his lap while he reads me a sports magazine. I know. Oh, God. And, and he's, he's really cute when he talks about the baby. When he talks in that, that, that baby voice, he's like, it's yeah. not about what the story is. It's, a, it's the tone. <laughs> it's like, it's a baby. And it's just like so cute. I know. Well, I know. okay. I and definitely I, tell Chris that, you know, I mean, you I don't a mustache, need, Chris. Grow out your chest just hair. Just grow it out. And then just read sports magazines Just read to them me. to me. You know, and in a child let me lay in your lap while we'll you read have, them to me. We will have child number I don't four. need, and, and please, if we're going to role play, he also <laughs> should be wearing the flash, flash dance sweatshirt and the... And the sweatpants shorts that Tom oh Selleck is wearing in this scene. Yeah. Tucked into the sweatpants shorts. Of course. Like, <laughs> um, he's sensitive and it's sexy. It is. And he puts the bassinet in his bed and like yeah. puts his he hand. Holds, holds the baby's, baby's hand. hand. He spoons the bassinet. He's spooning the bassinet. He holds it's the baby's so hand to sleep. Adorable. Jack re-enters the home. He sneaks in. In the creepiest way possible. The, just, uh, yeah. Who sneaks into their own home? Right. It like, was late at night. Maybe he was trying not to wake them up. But the, the type no, of people that these guys are, like he, it's not like there's a baby in the house. He doesn't expect there around, to be a baby. You know? yeah. like, why is he being so quiet? Like just walk into your home. He's also not just yeah. creep he's not just creepy and he is sneak he looks like he's not supposed to, to Well, to I'm be gonna there. give him yeah. I'm gonna cut him in a little slack. The room the house is still a mess. Yeah, so I'm wondering if maybe he crap. trips over something that's not supposed to be where it is. Yeah. Peter is on high alert and he goes in there and just, just I love how he grabs a <laughs> basketball. Like yeah. that's my weapon of choice. And he just <laughs> like, like I'm gonna find something wings to bounce it off you. At Jack's head. Yeah. We find out that Jack's part has been cut. That's why he's home so soon. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of ex- well, that's and us. then there are he's like, What's going on? And there's a lot of yelling. So oh, they're like, This babies. is your baby, and you're gonna and they just leave him with the baby. They're like, enjoy. Yeah, you're gonna figure this shit out like we did. They don't give right. him any advice. They nope. want yeah. him to figure I it out did himself. I love the scene of them it was walking very funny. away in their bathrobes with their arms behind their beds, like, Good night, Jack. And he's like, What do I do with it? And they're like, Good night. And they're like, But they don't go to bed. They're like playing pool. So they're yeah. like nearby they're in like, case there's an emergency. Too far but they're enjoying his suffering. I, yeah. I can't say I would do anything differently. No, I, I would I don't have been like, him. as much as we struggled these last five days with this, and the baby and the drug dealers It's not even this, their baby. Like, this is all Jack's fault. Oh, I would <laughs> not because I would, like wouldn't, not, I wouldn't want the baby. 
the baby to suffer or get hurt if he did something wrong. I think the baby's, yeah, the baby seems okay. I mean, the the baby is is crying, but I think think they're nearby. The baby got like, you know, if they wouldn't let it go too far. Yeah. I mean, they're playing pool. (laughs) You're gonna, you're gonna, they're basically like, like you know, but I'm also out for yourself, dickhead. I'm also, is what, is what, is what Peter says. I'm a pushover, so I would I would totally help them out. I can't <laughs> well, do that. If a baby ever shows up on my doorstep, I know who to call. Thank you, Sarah. Fuck you. There's <laughs> <laughs> so like, and I would immediately call Nicole. <laughs> I'd be like, I yeah, I guess we can like, take in one more. So they leave him with Jack, and Jack spends the night with the baby. And then the next morning, out of desperation, he calls his mother. And this is the other kick butt yeah. lay, lay, lay right. lady in this also, movie. His mom, mom is a fucking boss. She is a bad yeah. ass. Yeah. He's like, oh, I love this baby. That's so cute. That's great. I'm so glad you have a, I have a granddaughter. I'm so excited. But, you know, I'm not going to do taking Jack's care of squat this baby. for you. <laughs> yeah. You're going to learn. She has your eyes. She looks just like you're you. just a natural mom. Yeah, and she's wearing these gloves, which is a little weird. She's yeah. like wearing gloves the whole time. I remember her in grayscale. For some reason, like she's just like a gray human, like in a black and white movie. In my oh my mind. god! I thought you meant like, she literally had gray scale. No, like you were talking Game about Game of Thrones. Thrones. I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, is that why she's wearing the gloves? Like, that's no. why she's wearing the gloves, you guys. She's, she's really from the Game of Thrones the baby universe. Totally I don't understand what you're talking scale. about. Oh my no, god! No, but like I picture her sad. in she's like. She's gonna go mad really soon. Yeah. Yeah. She was like some some a lot of people don't get to experience something this amazing in their life, and I'm. I'm going to do the best thing for you. I'm going to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. yeah she's gonna, like, you're going to take care of this baby. I'm not going to. And he's like, but mom, I'm a screw up. And she's like, you used to be a screw up. But you now you're a dad. dad. Yeah. You know, I have to, that was such an amazing statement. Like I've, yeah. I, I have so many friends, like even in all honesty, my brother, he had some times where it was just like, you know, life was hard and people go through things. Yeah. But the moment you become a father, there's like this level of responsibility where like it, you just you just step the fuck you up. You just my, rise my to the challenge. An amazing father. Yeah. And yeah. he just yeah, you just rise to the challenge. It's kind of really encouraging. Like it's pretty awesome to see that. I would watch a whole movie about Jack's mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would too. And Miss Hathaway, like they need to have their own spinoff. Oh my god. If they're like a lesbian couple, like really that's the Mr. <laughs> Hathaway oh who can't god. have children and has a low yes. sperm count. Right. Like after, like, after Jack's, Jack's, Jack's father passes away. Well, because you know, she says that Jack's father has is not alive anymore. So maybe she has like a second away she has like a se- a yeah. sexual awakening. Yeah. In her wow. later years. This is a really interesting hypothetical, guys. So after this scene, Peter and Michael leave to go on a date. So they're finally leaving the house and they're Double leaving. Date. They're going to see a play with their with their Lady ladies. Friends. ladies. Mm-hmm. And they leave Jack with the baby. So but they're bas- basically at once they get there, they're just, just they're too two concerned. nervous dads. They yeah. can't stop thinking about the baby. They're not supposed to talk about the baby, but they can't stop worrying about whether or not Jack is going to be able to handle this baby by himself. I would be too, though. Yeah, he's kind of a screw. Knowing Jack. But in this scene where he is alone with the, the baby at, when they're on the date, oh, he's doing like he's pretty well. Like, yeah, he's, he, yeah. like he serves her the bottle. Right. And he's like, acting like a maitre d'. It's so and, cute. And then he's yeah. seeing her in the shower. Mm-hmm. And he's like holding her and seeing my girl. It was so at, adorable. At, well, actually, the, he's doing that exactly during intermission when Peter calls him to ch- check on Mary. And he doesn't right. pick up the phone because... Right. He's, He's in, in the, the shower. shower. Yeah. Uh, Peter and Michael go home because they're very nervous about um, Jack. Which is just so cute. It's adorable. 
so cute. Very like, cute. They're such good friends. And they uh, show show up and they're all freaked out. Well, Why they're did you all a the family phone? at this point. And they Jack's like, I was in the sh- shower. And, and the, the next, next scene, scene is a phone the, being the, installed the, in the shower. In the shower. <laughs> oh, that was great. So Never adorable. Cut to guy installing shower phone. Yes. At this point in the movie, these guys are getting pretty good at this. Like it only took them a couple weeks to become total nurturers. Like they've yeah. be, be blossomed. They fatherhood really quickly. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. All right. So then the drug dealers leave a threatening It's a, a clipping. N- newspaper pa- pa- right. pa- paper headline that says commercial director hospitalized after m- m- mugging and then it says don't let this happen to you um, like yeah so right. yeah they this they set up this was madcap most, plan it, this was just as elaborate and unnecessary as taking an exacto knife to the diaper and putting yes, heroin yes, in it in the yes. first place like he put on a dress jack and was dresses and drag like, he put on fingernails guys like he was he full makeup he like he looked Laura and i good. were talking i was like if this were me i would have been like we're going to leave the heroin on a table in our apartment. You seem to have no problem breaking into our apartment. You've done this twice. We're going to leave. Come and get your shit. And then Don't like, let it be send the cops over back. there? Because I think part of the plan was to trap them, right? Well, well the thing yeah. is, yeah. The, so the cops were, they were trying to like not be busted by the police at the same time. Like right. having heroin, you know. Because if they have the heroin in their apartment them. and have guys come get it, like doesn't that implicate them? Yeah, uh, I mean, but not to mention construction site also. Well, you? not to mention like the ram the professional ramifications. Not of necessarily setting up a drug bust at your workplace. Once those people have the heroin on them, like who's to say that they didn't bring it in your apartment? Like you, we're, yeah. To say that you're I mean, I agree that, that point, this you know? this this plan is unnecessarily complicated. I would also say that they probably should have gotten a babysitter for this because <laughs> yeah. they like bring the baby on the drug bus with them and i'm that's like yes. this um yeah what, mrs hathaway was busy that's what tonight? i wrote down too I, or, I don't think mrs hathaway wants to talk the to them ever again i don't know if i were miss hathaway i'd be like i'm never babysitting for you again it leads to me being tied up right yeah like she's probably in therapy right yeah um so when they get to the construction site jack call finds a pay phone or a phone booth and or something calls and calls the, co- the cops yeah. to come and meet them because mm-hmm. they have and I feel like it should have been worked out in advance with they the cops they collaborated like they with the cops the earlier cops on sooner. so they didn't have to like ditch them right well, I think they just wanted that one detective guy yeah I guess the, they didn't want the, the lackeys following them Michael hides in an air duct with a, a with the duct. giant fake. air duct yeah, it's, it's not fake. even attached to the floor a giant with the giant 80s camcorder that we saw in the first movie so that's where that comes into play and he's taping them and and peter's like we had nothing to do with this right and they're like oh yeah no you guys had nothing to do with it i mean you're just total amateurs and so innocent so they're like taping them yeah this vindicates to get proof that they were not involved until Michael and then decides the he wants falls. to falls. Yeah, then Michael yeah. falls over. Like, God damn ballad. you, Michael. Which is like, All what you had to do fuck? was stand up. You had one job. <laughs> you had one job, Michael. One job. <laughs> stand up, push record. Oh, oh man. You guys, what America would be without, without guns? Uh, right? I know. God, you could I just mean, like get into a... would just be like angry in a, You could get into a, a, a disagreement with your drug dealer and no one would die. You no. could fight somebody and not have to like die. Yeah. It'd yeah. be cool. And then the cops come and the drug dealers are like, oh, what? I know, what, what? So again, I would like to say, lovely <laughs> being a white show guy. Up. Yeah. Right. The cops show up and they're like, here's a tape of the 
drug dealers saying we weren't involved. And there's the drug dealers right there. Peace. We're leaving. And, and it's like, just okay. like just another ju- just another day in the life of a white guy. I just don't yep. understand not everyone being arrested and then being like, we're going to figure this out with all of you at the station. Right now. They're just <laughs> like, yeah, great. Can I hold the baby one more time before? Yeah. You go? yeah. And, and all of a sudden they're mad at the cops <laughs> that they call. They're like, no, you can't hold the baby. Like, what is that? Like, what? what is that? You just handed them some drug dealers, but you won't hand them a baby. Nice work, white guys. Yeah, uh, I think is it is it because I mean I, I know it's because they're white, but it's also like a comedy too. So and yeah, and, and but uh, ask yourself if this was like, a movie where Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor and Gregory Hines were the dads, would, would it have gone the, the same detective way? just like sent them merrily on their way? I think, think I think I'm the real wondering. problem is that that just movie asking. wouldn't have even gotten made. Agreed. I I don't think yeah we we would never see that yeah. movie. It's too bad. It probably would have been pretty, pretty good. I think it would have been yeah. really Can you imagine like good. Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy trying to change a diaper on a baby? <laughs> oh my God. That would have been That would have been gold. That, that would have been comedy been gold. gold. So some time passes. The flock of women are surrounding the baby. Right. They're some time park. passes. Um, Jack now apparently has a nursery in his room because yeah. he's, I know it's adorable. There's like Donald Duck on the wall Love and he's it. having trouble getting the baby to sleep and he calls on the bro team. And they all come out of their... They're this pronging is the only from the <laughs> pronging movie that sesh. I like, remember from Me, 20 years ago. This is the only one that I actually like. I remembered this. Definitely like, a classic like, scene. Oh, I remember that happening as like, it was happening. But this is the scene. Yeah, yeah was, they yeah. they they gather around the crib and they sing mm-hmm. "Good Night, Sweetheart." Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. <laughs> so they sing the baby to sleep and it's fucking adorable. And, it's and, so cute and Rebecca's like sweet. geeking out in the other yeah, room. It seems like so this relationship that uh, Peter has with the baby has sort of, it seems like it's kind of repairing his relationship with Rebecca. Yeah. I like yeah. that it's yeah. really subtle. Like we there's never a conversation about it. I don't know if there are deleted scenes that they cut out of the movie, Yeah, yeah. but it seems like Rebecca and, and Peter have gotten closer as he has become more yeah, when, when he comes back in the room she, she teases him about the song mm-hmm. and i think it changes how he relate his relationship with mary like i said i think it Definitely. changes the way he relates yeah. to women period and yeah. it opens him up for more with mm-hmm. her and then he yeah, smacks her in the head with a pillow mm-hmm. a few times yeah. <laughs> sarah was very disturbed <laughs> Which, by who that. doesn't I was like, like that playful. who doesn't like a little smothering um so <laughs> with his mustache everything's going great also i want to say like all three of them make a great dad team like they are oh, really yeah. crushing it right yeah. now. Yeah. And then I was also wondering, like, would this sto- story work if the baby were a boy? Yeah. yeah. Would it? I don't know. I if think it would so. Because so there's this, you know, the whole idea of like daddy's, daddy's little girl. girl. You yeah. know, your your yeah. heart melts for a daughter in ways, and not not to say that it doesn't for a son, because my brother's heart completely melted for Jackson. So did mine. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I think there's there there is something a little different. You feel a little bit more protective over a female. My dad doesn't. I, I don't know. Feel that way. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, in this movie where you've got three men who love each other but are not com- will not commit to women, does I, the baby have to be a girl to make no. this story work? I'm I just think so. I think putting he, that out there. If that's the narrative you're going for, I mean that seems like, to be the narrative that the movie is going commit for. To any woman besides this baby woman, yeah, I think um, that's kind of. Then it's yes, it's, it's necessary. But if it's if the story overall is 
three men who overcome their inability to care for someone in order to care for this genderless baby, then yes. But like, they don't have an inability care for, they yeah, care they about care each other. They care about Very each much. other. So it's a, it's a different story. It's, it's the difference between caring for a woman mm-hmm. and caring for another person. And I mm-hmm. think that it is important to this story that it is a woman. I think mm-hmm. it would have changed it if it was a, if yeah. it was a I male baby. That's a really important point. Like to, to come back to like yeah. what really both you, Hillary and um, Nicole just said, like yeah. there is a certain level of empathy uh, when you have a daughter for women that yeah. you may not have had before because you didn't really have to, you didn't know. You right. Know? Yeah. So all of a sudden you're, you're concerned a little bit more about women's issues because of your concern for your daughter. Absolutely. You know? 100%. So, I, so to answer your question, I think the story would have been very different um, in retrospect now that if, if it were a son, because their ability to relate to women changed because of Mary. Correct. And then Sylvia returns. That bitch. Do you, would you, would, would you, did you have some things to I say about Sylvia? I have a lot of issues with please, Sylvia. Please, please go. A go woman who just leaves her baby on a doorstep yep. of a man that she slept with months and months, a year and, and, months and, a half and months ago. and months ago. A year and a half ago. That she just leaves this baby that she's never mentioned to the man and just, yep. just leaves him on the porch with a note. Doesn't ring the bell. Doesn't call first. Doesn't make like, sure it's the right house. I, I have a lot of issues well, with it. I think it. it's pretty clear it's the right house because there's like... Oh, you're right. There is a picture of him there. Outside. That's a good Out point. That's yeah, true. That's true. Good point, Brian. But I, but I think this raises the issue of like moms abandoning their kids is seen as worse as dads abandoning their kids. Yeah, because he... Uh, well, can I, just I'm, give the baby back and it's I not mean, but this deal. movie is not about dads abandoning their That's kids. True. It's you not. know, it's about a mom who leaves I was her angry baby. at her too. I, I oh yeah, I was angry at her too. Her. Initially like, no. I was, but uh, Laura actually said something that made me think more about it and it made her a little bit, it, it redeemed her a little bit in my eyes, just a, a little bit. She still left her baby on a doorstep and ran away. Yeah. But it yeah. took three men to and they're barely handling raising mm-hmm. this child yeah I, three, and she's a single woman on her own still trying to juggle a career and that it uh, she was overwhelmed and women okay, have not women experience postpartum yeah, depression okay. but the issue that i have with it mostly is that she comes back to take the baby away to go home to her parents and have her parents raise the kid while she continues to audition in London. And that's the issue that I have with it is if that was the option, why leave why the baby on the, the ba- on the doorstep in the first well, place? Well, maybe she hadn't like, told why? them about the baby. I mean, I don't know. I don't know but what her backstory is. she didn't tell about the baby either. Like, I know. I don't know what her backstory is. They didn't, they didn't bother to give her a backstory. I, it's I very confusing. the problem. I know. I just the, like... The, I, here's what not, bothers me is that she shows up to pick up that baby like she left that baby with a babysitter. Like, she's like, right. I'm here. Give oh, it back to me. I'm leaving for London. The line that bothered me the most is when she picks up the baby and she says, I didn't... No, realize how much I would miss her and I'm like are you fucking serious yeah. right now but I like I don't know who to be mad at I don't know what to be mad at her I'm sure there are people that exist like her should I be mad at the writers for writing a person like this I don't know like she also says it just so seems very I shouldn't have left her the way I did I hope it didn't cause too much tr- <laughs> I know it's all very you like it's like I dr- it's like you dropped you off your trouble. shih tzu with a dog walker Honestly, like she's it's so casual she just shows this- up Peter looks heartbroken the whole time Yeah, that he's like, he, he like that's see, I, I want, we didn't really talk too much about it, but the scene, like he opens the door and Sylvia is like, I'm, he, I'm Sylvia. I'm here to and get married. Like and like this scene, 
I thought was actually very good. Like I'm very mm-hmm. angry at Sylvia, but um, Tom Selleck, like his place in this situation, it was like. very like the whole scene I thought was played out very well where he's just like, she's like, can I see her? And he's like, yeah, of course. And you know, like what he wants to say is like, no, no. Yeah. you can't. Right. But he's like being polite. Place. Yeah. And like he goes to Michael's room and he says, Michael, you have to get up. Mary's leaving. Yeah. Like they're so pat, 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 passive. About yeah. Well, I mean, they, I think there's a hesitancy to like take a baby away from and even though she gave it away, away from a mother who wants that baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that, that would have been like sort of unheard of in this time yeah. period that but you wouldn't no, just give it back honesty, to the mom. Like even uh, even uh, today, uh, like argument. the courts are always going to side with the mother in that situation. Mm-hmm. Generally, unless times, there's yeah. something like you know. I really think wrong, that but. leaving her on the doorstep would have given them a little pause. Agreed. Yeah. Then again, though, also those guys have a lot of money. Yeah. And I did not get the impression yeah. that she did. Like she said, she lives in a one room flat. Yeah, like I, I would want those them guys to were rich. So are, are argue with her and say how they felt and say like the, the issues they had instead of just going like, well, okay, here's well, a baby. Thing. It's just Maybe like Sylvia the- just has the best babysitting model ever. She just leaves babies <laughs> on people's penthouse doorsteps and is like, by You're the rich, way, take care of my baby. this is your baby. I'll be back to Mom. get it eventually. Like she had like, maybe she, like, maybe she had a film shoot. Baby. The long yeah, con. She just like, like had to be gone months. for like a week and like <laughs> came back. It's yours. What do yeah. I do? Like maybe, oh, if I, maybe if I have a baby, I'll start doing that. Just like look on the Please mailbox, find yeah. a Please first name, don't. be like, Hey Brian, this is your baby. And Brian's going to be like, Hillary, we already talked about this during the podcast. I know what you're up to. I know it's not my baby. Hillary, if you run into that situation, I will watch your baby for me, for you, and you don't have to trick me into it okay all right fine Brian. it's still your baby though like maybe you're gonna have to come back and get it at some point oh god yes. and then jack like puts a pillow in his sweater and imagines Tends himself be being pregnant, pregnant. Which, Pete, that Pete was Peter, the one scene that i was like okay, okay. Pete, Pete, right. peter pours out the milk oh it's so oh, sad man. it was like, like so heartbreaking i know and like jack yeah. is like I don't know, guys. Something I don't feel like. Re- like I feel something feels weird. And I have an, like, I have oh, an what ache is it? Right I feel here. Like both of them are just like, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. I love how <laughs> like, they like say what I'm thinking. Let's I go love get this how baby. they just like let him come to it himself. Though, yeah, like they yeah. know but, him. You know, honestly, if they I press, you have to. You yeah, know? if they push it, maybe it's He's not like, gonna. If I were in that I situation, I would probably do the same thing and be like, yeah, yeah. I miss her, but it's. It, it's up to you whether we go get her or not. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they do. Then they hop in a yeah. cab and this is where the, 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 the cab driver is like, Oh, the first time your, your, your baby, your, your baby says dad, dad, daddy, your heart just melts and you just, and all of them are yeah. like, yes. Are like, yeah. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I just like, I love that there's like four men in this car talking about like their heart melting. I and I'm just like, oh, I, love, I love it. I actually love the, I think this movie looks upon fatherhood very favorably I and i yeah. like that like yeah. it it takes it as a serious bond and i, I think yeah. that's this wonderful not I think it, mom. This it's not like, no this is very different yeah i love a good running through an airport montage <laughs> or run, when run through an airport not a big deal no good love stories can't be like good can't do it now yeah. they would get stopped oh my god great sketch security <laughs> so quick i know well there is no security well, there was they no didn't security. have to take they their shoes like, take the off metal out of your pockets and he was like okay so he goes through with metal in his pockets and it goes off they're like oh no you need to put that in here and no pat like, downs oh, okay, cool. no anal cavity searches right no no nothing so they miss the plane mm-hmm. and they head back to the house and there Sylvia's there. 
She's crying. Crying on the doorstep. Crying at the doorstep with the baby. She says she could not, she could not leave. I do feel like this is the moment where Sylvia becomes human for me though, because uh, maybe uh, you're (laughs) shaking your head, Hillary, and I'll tell you why. Because the meltdown she has about being alone and not getting any sleep and all of her money going to sitters all of that is real. Like that right. is fucking it's real. And she's alone. Me. And maybe she put herself in the position where she's alone. But look, I'm not saying it's right to leave your baby on the door on a doorstep at all. It's, but I am saying that when you are, but I am saying that I'm a person who has had babies and been sleep deprived and woken up for like the seventh month in a row with having only had two or three hours of sleep. And you start having thoughts where you're just like, I see now why people abandon their kids. Like I love my children and I would never abandon them. But in the middle at three o'clock in the morning when all you want is like, you're just like, I just, I just want four hours. I just want four hours of sleep. sleep. Like somebody please take this child away from me for just like four hours. Like I can understand how a person can get desperate and feel alone. And I get that. And I agree with you, but also you're an adult human with a child. You don't leave a child on a doorstep. You call the father of that baby and say, I need some fucking help. I'm tired. All my money is going to babysitters. You're obviously doing well. They're about to fly you to Turkey to go film some movie. Mm-hmm. You've got money. You're living in this penthouse apartment. Like, fucking help me, dude. I mean, like, I'm not saying she made a good say. decision. Like, But see, that's why I dislike her is because like she put that child's welfare in danger by leaving it on a doorstep. What if all three of them had decided to fly to Turkey with Jack for his film shoot and she had just left a baby on a doorstep for 10 Miss Hathaway would have picked up that baby the way she picked up. Miss Hathaway would have gone away with that baby and then she would have shown up on that Friday Friday and been like, hey, Jack, where's my baby? And he would have been like, what The point is that, Nicole, you you can feel that way, but you would never have left your baby. No, I would never have, but... My problem is not with her feelings or with the feeling of being overwhelmed it's her choice that she made that's the problem that i totally have character but i'm gonna choice. i'm gonna posit that there's a bigger picture here and that is right. like <laughs> Hillary's giving me this <laughs> there's a comedy yeah, that, whatever. that like three Big men picture, have to take care of a baby no 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 no, no. But, but what this movie is about is about non-traditional families this movie is yeah. about yeah I not expecting a different non-traditional family right that's my thoughts you and I, I see that and, and, and I, that I see that yeah. you but it's also about like up till this it, 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 up to around this period in history and we've seen this in other movies like women are expected the baby is their problem yeah. like it is their problem and this movie is saying the head. subtext of this movie is it shouldn't be her problem it shouldn't just be her problem Right. Um, and that's what this movie is saying. And so they end up creating a non-traditional family where it's like the mother. And then, cause the we didn't really get to it, but yeah. she says, I don't want to go to London. I f- if I take the baby, it's going to be a mistake. And they're like, stay yes, here. stay here and we'll help you. And Peter's like, why don't you move in with us? And yeah. so she moves yeah. in with them and they all live together and take care of this baby. And so this movie is like about the formation of like in this time period in the 1980s, we're seeing like, yeah, I know this is a silly 80s comedy, but we're also kind of seeing like, here's what a family can be. A family can be many things. A family can be four, three, three guys and and a, ba- and a woman who are not in a sexual relationship raising a child. Incidentally, I've, Chris and I both decided after watching this movie that we feel like it's time for us to take on, you know, one, perhaps two more husbands. 
That makes sense. <laughs> and have even more kids, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were like, we could have like 20 kids if we had like three dudes here. Well, if you're getting pronged every night, Nicole, with right? uh, three different husbands. Oh, my God. It, I don't have but, to sleep but, with all of them, do I? But I don't know. You're but I would like to note that they said three Chris's, not three different husbands. It was always like three. <laughs> this was like if there were yeah. two more, more of me. Christmas. We would That's be running true. this ship real tight. Myself. I don't know. I just like my thoughts are if this was a movie about a non-traditional family, I would have preferred that it be a non-traditional family with three dudes and a baby. Right. Th- and that I the agree. Sylvia character was never introduced and that she had just gone away like she had in the beginning of the movie and they hadn't brought her in in the last 15 minutes. I think it's interesting so that yeah, she Nicole. just remains this unlikable character who just gave up her baby and there's but no I don't resolution think, yeah. or, or... Like I just... I, it is kind of a loose thread, I think is what Brian said. Yeah. I don't know. I would have just rather her like go away. Like I never saw her on screen. She was a name on a piece of paper. I didn't really care. I feel like, like you'd they be tried leaving to like her. this idea that she could come back and take the baby back at some point yeah. though. I don't like, know. Not in my mind. Like uh, because like uh, to me I I 100% thought the movie was over when they were singing to her in the cradle. I thought the movie was over. Like I even got up and I like got myself something else to drink. And I was like, all right, what are we watching next? (laughs) And like, then I was like, Oh, this is still going. There's a woman here. Okay. Like, what is this all about? And then I hated it from that point on. Nicole, like I've like had the, had it ended right there with them singing like this really nice, sweet moment and everything. There is always the danger that this Sylvia character could come back and take all of that away from them. Yeah. I don't have anything against yeah. Sylvia. <laughs> like, Are you sure? Yeah, you I do. just, I think, <laughs> I just think it was a stupid ending. Like, so you don't like the writing of it. I don't like the writing. Like, I mean, I agree. I would have rather point or like if she had been a, some sort of character, she had been in the beginning. We'd seen her like pronging sort of Jack in the beginning, in the beginning like uh, just something, you know, qualities. like I agree. I, I think that instead her, of this like, struggling, like tired up the stairs, trying to get this baby there and like, Oh, like crying as she leaves Mary and is like, oh, I'm sorry, Mary. I just, well, that's I a little much for a this, comedy, you know? I think. But like, I do agree. I, I, I would I have rather seen a subplot that involved that involved her, her yeah. than yeah. this stupid drug dealer plot. That's definitely like it seemed like, why is that even in much there? Much more well-rounded like, story that way. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care for the ending, but I did find the way that the three men like were totally like. No, no, d- move in with us. We'll, I know, we'll that was raise the baby. It was so cute. It was yeah. so cute. I thought, well, I definitely thought that was adorable. Like, I think it's a cute ending. I don't, I don't know. It just like it seems like they presented this movie to an executive, and the executive was like, "No woman's gonna believe that." Bring the mom back at the end, and they were like, Maybe. "All right, we'll cast a mom then." And then they cast a mom who's British and is bringing her to London, and like that's how the well, end Nancy of the Travis movie. isn't actually British, but like. A terrible I, accent. Terrible. Bad accent, I agree. Yeah. But can I just say I was I'm happy to see well, I I guess the, the trend has completely reversed, but there was an American act actor taking away a role from a British actor <laughs> <laughs> instead of everything else yeah. the other way around nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we got they, one in there. They we invite one, they invite like, Sylvia to we'll come and live with them. Yeah, she's like, do you have room? Peter's, Peter's like, I'll, I'll build, build you a room. room. Peter's going to build a room. Peter's They're like, very excited. Like, I don't give a damn. Just move here. They're very excited about about 
Mary moving in with them, um, they were, they, cr- they changed the mural to include Sylvia and Mary. Although the baby is like fucking terrifying. Like that baby, baby looks like terrifying. terrifying. Like, like Lucifer's child. And I don't know. It doesn't look like that or nowhere near. And, and then, and then they, all, all leave a pushing stroller a stroller together with a bar Walk that's that a bar stroller. that is across yeah. the stroller wide enough for all four of them to push at the same Which, time. If the, I was stuck behind them on the sidewalk, like what assholes? You Total know, assholes. The weird thing, like I guess, it, I mean, <laughs> when they did that, they were still at the top floor of that penthouse, about to get on an elevator. Maybe I don't think that, that was gonna fit through the elevator. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> like, not. Logistics. You know, Keep it low when you get outside. Maybe open it all the way up, but you know continuity error. Yeah, you like you forgot there's an elevator you're about to get on, and you're gonna open it up 15 feet long. Okay, okay, sure. <laughs> They're all gonna back in <laughs> as a group. <laughs> final thoughts. I think Hillary was kind of giving us a little bit of her final thoughts. Um, I well, you know, this, you can get sum movie. it up. Yeah, I love it. I thought it was great. I think it's a really cute movie. Um, I could have done without the last. 20 to 30 minutes of it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I thought it was a great movie. I loved it. It was definitely very different than I remembered it, which was a sweet movie about three dudes singing to a like cradle, but yeah, three men in a cradle. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very cute. I, I like I said before, the three men I immediately had to stain for, but by the end of it, I was like, Oh my God, they're so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought the drug, Thought was very dumb, yeah. um, but overall, I thought it was fun. Brad, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna agree. I, I think this movie, this movie surprised me. I was expecting to go into this, um, you know, just playing with gender roles and thinking like, oh, it's funny, men, you know, playing the role of a, of the quote of unquote mom. woman, you know, yeah. all of that, which mm-hmm. you know, it's a little annoying to me. Um, but it really pleasantly surprised me. I I thought it, um, had a depth that I wasn't really expecting. Yeah. Um, agreed drug plot, stupid. Oh yeah. (laughs) Could have totally gone another way and been a much better film. Had we flushed out some more of the story with the mom Mm -hmm. or, I mean, there, there's a lot of other ways they could have gone without introducing, you know, something as silly as that drug plot that seemed kind of meaningless. In yeah. The yeah it was one of those of weird eighties things. things. Like yeah. they had what? stuff like that in eighties movies. Like they always had to have some kind of caper and it's like, no, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not, you know, not what this movie it. is about. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, the movie's not about that, but you know, all in all, the movie did pleasantly surprise me. Um, and it was nice. I'm glad I got a chance to revisit it. Yeah, so. yeah. definitely. I want to remake this movie yes. with Brian and Andy Fleming and Pedro. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Um the question is who to cast where. I mean I know obviously exactly right. Pedro is Michael. Okay, Brian yeah. obviously Brian would, is Tom Selleck. Yeah. Brian would obviously be Peter. Peter obviously would be Peter. Andy would probably be Jack. That's how I would cast it too. I would put Pedro in the Michael character role in in the Goots role. And Andy Jack it would be Jack. Which I you know, I I at first I was a little I was like, well, you know, Andy would be could be he is Jack. Yeah, he would make a great Jack. He's such a great playboy. He would do it well. He would do that justice. (laughs) Yes. I could see Andy having a baby show up on a on a doorstep. Oh my totally. God. I would totally. love Sorry, to Andy. see you guys in this movie. Oh, that would be so it good. It would be the best reboot and you got, you in history. Listeners probably don't know who we're talking about, but well, trust Andy me, Fleming good. was in, was, was a guest on the Mr. Mom podcast, mm-hmm. which was episode 
four. And he I was think. also played Kurt in the Motherload, and right. Brian played Andrew in the Motherload. Mm-hmm. 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 And you too. can see all three of them in Dick Prick Professional. <laughs> Not that this is in the plug <laughs> section, <laughs> but you will see, see them in that. Hey, Pedro uh, was also in the Motherload. That's true. Pedro Gothic was in the Motherload yeah, yeah. in episode one. He was in the very first scene of the first episode. He was the cupcake. Salesman. Salesman behind <laughs> yes. the counter at the cupcakes. Completely place. surprised by that. You guys uh, would do an amazing job at that. Can I play the baby? <laughs> yes. yes. Done. Please. Done deal. I will totally sing to you. Uh, I, will Hollywood play, I will play Jack's mom. Hollywood Collins. Right. right. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. All right. Uh, welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. This is when we, this is the part of the show where we read bad casting breakdowns. Casting breakdowns, of course, are uh, information that goes out to actors when they're trying to cast something. What is the film about? What is the type? Um, and uh, we like to read the bad ones where that make us sad inside <laughs> to be women. All right. There's so many bad ones. Uh, Brian's got one. What This comes from a site, Sarah, right? What site does this casting come from? Casting Call Woe. It's a t- Tumblr it so has you, a lot of these. Yeah, so you like can this. read more of these. Cast, oh, sorry, it's uh, a casting call woe. Casting call woe, and um, I'm sure if you have a bad one, you can send one to them. Probably mm-hmm. hmm. take it away, Brian. So the first character is Detective Mayfield, white male, of course, in his 40s or 50s, to play Detective Mayfield, a reserved but determined man who always gets to the root of his investigations. Okay, Detective Clayton. A young, clumsy, relaxed, fresh-in-the-field detective. He's in his mid-20s, early 30s. Mike, the leader of the three office workers, in his 20s. He's smart and plans ahead. Rob is loyal to Mike, but can still think for himself. Also in his 20s, but can be temperamental. Actually, I read past the typo there, but there's a typo. Also in his 20s. Sure. Alfred follows Mike and Rob like the run of the group. Also in his 20s, he's relaxed and does whatever the other two say. The maid. A quiet lady who finds the dead body. Doesn't talk as she's too scared. Uh, Wow. So, okay, so they're casting for six roles here, and the only female role is a quiet lady who finds a dead body and is too scared to react. A silent maid. And, and you notice that all the rest no of them, the male characters have descriptions of the personalities and their relationships yeah, with each other. And they because all they're talk, allowed to be human beings. And they're different yeah. a- ages. The maid is probably going to be a, like a young, attractive woman. female. Wo- 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 that's, wo- yeah, woman. that's a... I'm just going to stay silent during this conversation as my audition for this role. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, am going to be silent as I'm too scared to speak. Or just uh, like make a Tina Belcher noise and just be like, uh. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, welcome to Plug It Up. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're up to and what our guests guests are up to. And uh, today's guest is Brian. Brian, what would you like to plug? Let's see. Uh, I got a few things uh, in the works. I just uh, starred in this Stephen King film called Rainy Season Nice. Uh, with some a group of really, really talented people, and it was an amazing experience. And um, a killer mustache. Period. Killer yeah. mustache. <laughs> Rivals Tom Selleck, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I don't know. Tom Selleck's mustache should have its own like 
Facebook page. I would totally. I'm sure it has it. its own Tumblr. Nice. I'm sure. Yeah. Pretty sure it has its own porn site, guys. Let's <laughs> be real. Um, but yeah, um, so that was an amazing experience, kind of a period piece, which was really nice. Awesome. Um, you can find out more information at www.rainyseasonmovie.com. Awesome. Follow the progress of that. Great. Um, really great. Also, and female directed film, right? That's a woman director. And written film, yes. So um, Vanessa's nice. she's go an check it talent. out. Yeah. Support women who direct. There's also a play that I'm doing uh, called Girls Life, playing Great. at Pinch and Ouch. Really amazing, talented cast. Um, the play tugs at all sorts of heartstrings, lots of laughter, lots of crying, etc. Um, you guys do have a killer cast for that. Yeah, I, yeah amazing cast. Yeah, really awesome. I'm really happy yeah. about this play. Also, um, so there's a pilot that I did a while ago that Ooh. will be airing soon. I don't know TNT. anything about this. Yeah, this is um, brand new information. It's called Good Behavior. Um, oh, cool! It's have I seen that promoed places? Possibly, I think. Is I, it I, just a pilot or is it a series? Well, so we shot the pilot. They um, TNT picked it up. Okay, um, so Great. there is season what? one starts soon. That's, Yay, so that's so great. So, yeah. Um, I nice. only have a small role in it, but I was really so happy to what? be a part of it. So it I've never awesome. had anything on TNT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck yeah. Shit. Um, and there's a movie coming out later this year um, called uh, Office Christmas Party that I'm in. Oh, cool. Um, okay, yeah. With Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston's yeah, right Jennifer there. Jennifer Aniston, yeah, okay. Jason awesome. Bateman. Um, oh, I love those guys. T.J. Miller was, he's, he's, a, he's oh, hilarious. Oh, T.J. Miller is hilarious. Um, awesome. Olivia Munn, who I'm Aww. secretly in love with, but yeah, it probably yes. wasn't a secret when I met her because I was just kind of like, you were just I wasn't gushing. able to talk. You had to like <laughs> wipe the drool off your chin? Her dog, like, we're in the makeup trailer, her dog like jumps in my lap and then she just walks over. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. He does this all the time. And like, oh, hi, I'm Olivia. And I'm just like, Brian, do you want to marry me? Awesome. Do you have a website or anything else that where can we find you? Where can we find you if we want to know more about you? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I should tweet. I should totally create a website. It's a it's like well past time for me to do that, but I have yet to do that. So it's Um, too late, I guess. But I'm all over Facebook and um, follow him on Facebook. Yeah, Instagram, um, Bastions. um, On Instagram, no, that's. Yeah, that's my Instagram. Yeah, that's everything for you. Uh, it's B Ashton S. My my name. His name is Brian Ashton Smith. Yep, whole mm-hmm. thing. All right, thank you, Brian and Sarah. Um, so my most recent film, Dick Pick Professional, is about to be edited, and Indeed. it's really exciting. It's going to be funny, and Hillary stars in it, and Brian actually is <laughs> a part part of it as well. Oh, yeah. It's going to be super funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Hillary. Um, so you can watch PYT's web show PYT's available web show. on our Vimeo channel for Critical Crop Top. There will be new episodes coming out soon. They're currently on the cutting room floor. Well, they're not on the cutting room floor. Not on the floor. They're just in the cutting room. <laughs> they're in the cutting <laughs> there room. There are parts of them on the floor. Let's be honest. Yes, parts. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that'll be coming out soon. And then you can also follow us on Facebook. I highly encourage you to follow us on yeah, Facebook at Critical Crop Top. Or at Feminine Mistake Podcast, but Critical yep. Crop Tops, we're going to see the majority of the action. Correct. We are starting a writer's group for our live sketch show coming mm-hmm. out in October. If you're in Atlanta, Georgia, please follow us. Make sure you're available 
And come see our live clear your schedule. Awesome. Clear your schedules um, for that. But we will be going live from our writer's room on our Facebook page. And so you can see us while we create brand new sketches It'll for you to write. And we read them for the very first time with the writers in the room. So that'll be really exciting. Follow us on Facebook at Critical Crop Top. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to plug our Vimeo channel. That's Critical Crop Top on Vimeo. Um, you can find the, the entire Motherload web series, which awesome. uh, I'm in, and Brian Ashton Smith is in. Mm-hmm. And you can also find our newest video, 80s Dating Video Remix, um, and a lot of other and stuff. All four of us are in, actually. Brian's That's voice true. Is Brian's voice in. is in it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've got the line in Indeed, there. Indeed, he's <laughs> got a line in there. Uh, and lots of other fun stuff like uh, Sarah's uh, high grandma and some other things. And of Warm course, Christmas, Warm honest Christmas. makeup blog. Yeah. So there's a lot of funny stuff there. And um, we'll be continuing to add things. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Critical Crop Top. You can follow this podcast on Facebook, Feminine Mistake Podcast. You can also um, subscribe. subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud. Do yourself a favor and subscribe. Oh, thank and you. And then leave like, iTunes, you know, like reviews, reviews. Like they're so like, like love oh notes. So, um, subscribe. Do uh, that. If you want to leave us a review, we would like that. Um, and, uh, thank you, Brian, for being on the show. It's mm-hmm. great to yeah, have you. Thanks, thanks for having Brian. me, guys. It was a pleasure. And thank you listeners for listening to the podcast. Love we you all too. See you I soon. Think you're okay. Or listen to you soon. <laughs>